Welcome everybody, Shia number 215, getting back to our Hilchas Brachis. Okay, we're in the middle, we just started actually the halachas of the various different types of vegetables or even sometimes fruits um, that must be eaten in the commonly eaten form. In other words, the way that they're supposed to be eaten, either cooked, sometimes they're eaten cooked, sometimes they're eaten raw, and then the other way, one would make a different bracha. Okay, so just to go through it real quickly, the Chazarov brings down Rabadner real quickly, that Chazal stipulated like this. Chazal said that only fruits or vegetables which are eaten in their optimum state, in other words, the way in which they are eaten by most people, like we explained, the Mishabur brought down um, in that place, usually, that's what we brought down in the Sharetzi, and that they're eaten by most people. This can be referred to to as pre um, the pre, in other words, either ha'adama or ha'etz. That that in its that is called in its form. If a if a fruit is normally only eat, if a fruit is only only eaten cooked, or a vegetable is only eaten cooked or roasted, and one eats it raw. Or if the fruit or vegetable is normally only eaten raw, and one eats it cooked, then the bracha would be a shahakal. Okay, so I just want to start going through some various different type of examples. The foundation of the halacha we uh, we know by now. So first of all, they bring down uh, brings down both from first from Badner and this firm that chestnuts, for example, chestnuts require a ha'etz in general, but they require a ha'etz only when they're eaten either roasted or cooked. If one actually wants to eat chestnuts when they're raw, one who eats chestnut, raw chestnuts before they're cooked or before they're roasted, they will recite, they have to recite a shahakal. Um, even though, again, the same bracha of ha'etz is required, but it's only after roasted or cooked. Raw chestnuts require a shahakal because, again, that's not the regular way how people eat them. Now, um, Rav Forrest brings down in the, fa- in the Sefer, unless one is living in a place where it's taka customary in that place to eat them raw. If the, one lives in a place whereby they know the custom of the place, and most the most of the people in that place do eat chestnuts raw, so then the bracha of ha'etz would apply, because then that would be the regular way of eating those chestnuts. Interesting case, which uh, people might not be aware of. He brings down does Rabadner talk about shame Rav Shlem is Alman Orbach Zech that peanuts, peanuts in general, before being sold to the customer, are uh, peanuts in general are either roasted. Um, and they're roasted in the shell, or they're, or, or they're shelled, and then they're roasted. But in general, they're not sold raw. So raw peanuts, Itaka says, the bracha on raw peanuts, therefore, would be shahakal. Um, in general, the consumer usually doesn't get it like that. They have to, they get it either, again, roasted in the shell, or, or they're shelled, and then they're roasted. And then there will be a bar priyadama, by the way, peanuts will be bar priyadama. But the bracha on raw peanuts, he brings out again, Meshem Rav Shalem Zalman, that uh, there would be shahakal. Okay, so now on the, the other way, he does uh, Rabadner that walnuts and melons, interesting that walnuts and melons, um, on the other hand, are usually eaten when they're raw. Walnuts and melons, as we know in general, melons, most melons are eaten raw, uh, and they're not cooked. So therefore, if one wishes to eat boiled walnuts or melons, one has to make a shahakal in that case. Now, he does mention that uh, if the food is enhanced by the cooking, or at least not made worse by the cooking, then it will retain its original bracha um, by the melons, which, which would be bar priyadama. Hitaka brings down that walnuts, which are eaten raw, would be worsened if they're cooked. However, if one made a candy by cooking walnuts in honey, for example, or the like, then the bracha would be bar priyadama. So it depends how it's made. Um, but in general, walnuts and melons are eaten raw, and, one, and if one taka um, boils them, 
and the melons or the walnuts, and they get worse, and it's not the, the way it was, then they would make a shakala, unless it's in the cases that we explained. Now, again, we do, we do have to keep in mind, like we saw in the Shulchan Aruch, however, fruits and vegetables, which are normally eaten both raw as well as cooked, like we saw in the, Shul- in the Mishabur, actually, are subject to the regular bracha, and they're eaten, whether they're eaten raw or cooked, the regular bracha has to be made, whether it's ro'etz or hadam, depending on, the, um, depending on the fruit or the vegetable. Another interesting case he brings out, which is, I think most people would be, be a little bit hard to uh, eat it, but horseradish in general. Horseradish is not usually eaten alone. Um, one eats horseradish primarily to flavor other foods. And generally, put horseradish on, fi- on fish or whatever the case is. But um, just uh, therefore, one who eats plain horseradish would actually recite a shahakal. Taka brings on the bottom someone to say if one eats plain horseradish, um, since it's almost not edible, it could be that no bracha at all would be made, possibly, but interesting to note that uh, just we just finished Pesach, and um, by the Tzedah, we know that we have in mind the Mara, by the Karpas, we make the Adama, and the potato, whatever the person uses, whatever the person's using, they eat less than a kazais, but they make the Adama, they have in mind um, uh, the Mara also, so what do you mean, we, there's, it's a Shahaka, we see that it's a Adama, you have in mind also the Mara, so he brings down, interesting, from the Bir Alacha, that some want to say that it's Taka Adama, but he brings from, there's a Bir Alacha that wants to say um, that when Morris, he says that when horseradish or Morris Taka use, um, he argues that when Morris Taka use in the fulfillment of a mitzvah, like we have by the Seder, by Seder night, um, then its bracha is elevated to a bar priyadama. That the, then then taka, since it's used for a mitzvah, it gives it more of a chashivas and it goes up to a bar priyadama. But when the horseradish is eaten as a food, however, the bracha will be shahakal. So, in other words, during the week, for whatever reason, a person wants to eat some horseradish, uh, raw horseradish without anything else. Usually, it's bottled to the thing the person's eating. You eat it on fish, for example, let's say on Shabbos. So obviously, it's all shahakal. I mean, usually, a person washes, but let's say during the week they sit down to eat a piece of filter fish. They put on the mar. You see the mora is bottled to the fish, and it's it's all shahakal. Anyways, um, it would be uh, you would not make. I'm sorry, you would not make a hadama. There would be no question of hadama because of the fact it's it's bottled to the fish. It uh, enhances the fish, so for sure it would only be shahakal. But in the case that somebody eats it by itself. Um, brings down dibir halacha also that its bracha will be shahakal. It's only over there, like we said, when it's in the place of a mitzvah by the seder and the like. So then it gets elevated to a the bracha of borei prihuadama als the chashivas of the mitzvah. Okay, thank you for listening. As lachem bracha kol